This program contains graphic material, including offensive language. Viewer discretion is advised. The tribal chief runs New York City. So MSG, acknowledge me. must now be taught to more young men. We must expand, get more pupils, so that the knowledge will spread. BDSIR Network, the best damn show in World One Radio. Me, Roxas Sparks. R920 International Fleet Radio sponsored by Got the Juice! Who got the juice now? I need to acknowledge me. The one man army grab body P. And look who me find. Look who me find! She's back, people! Wow, come out of exile. Only <laughs> <laughs> did the building acknowledge the Empress. What's going on? Hi guys, there's a lot going on, but it's an honour to be on the show today because we've got somebody on the show who is just is amazing. Um, and I'm going to take you back to Grandpaddy P because I've got nothing to say um, because he's going to tell everyone exactly who this person is and it's just an honour to have him on the show today. It is an honour, it is an honour. People, um, Oni's right man, I mean, I know back in 1992, 1993, when I heard Protect Your Neck for the first time, I never thought this would ever happen. This is apparently the guy, not even apparently, this is the guy responsible, people. This is the guy responsible for putting all that together. This is the guy responsible for making Protect Your Neck happen. So people, what an honor and privilege. I need you to stand up, standing ovation for this man. I need you to acknowledge one of the creators 
of Wu-Tang Records. I need you to acknowledge this business consultant, artist management, promotions and marketing, brand ambassador. I need you to acknowledge John Class Hamilton. What an honor and privilege. Welcome to the Repping For You Hip Hop Show. Wow, starstruck man. What Welcome. in the world? Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank this you man is the legend distributing Wu-Tang music. Oh. Yes, thank you very much. It's an honor. And um, I'm very, very just overwhelmed by the love and support that you guys have shown me. Um, yes, we have a lot to touch on. You know, um, I'm here for all questions. I would like you guys to definitely feel free to engage with me. Um, this has been a long journey for me, starting from 1992, when I first, you know, put my blood, sweat, and tears behind, you know, the whole movement, the Wu-Tang Clan movement. And, um, you know, there are certain things in life that God makes, you know, happen and not happen for you. This is why you guys in the public don't know who I am. You understand? Like, physically by face, okay? But mm -hmm. if you look on all of their material from 36 Chambers, Protect Your Neck, you'll see my name on the management. So, you, you know, I'm just one of those missing persons. But um, it's an honor once again to be here with Michael Grant Harvey and the Reppin' For You sh show. And um, let's get it. Let's get it indeed. I want to ask you this, class. Um, did you catch the BET Awards by any chance? No, I did not, um, unfortunately, you know. Um, if there's anything juicy to tell me about, um, I'm here, you know. It's a little juice. <laughs> it's, a, it's a little juice. You know what I mean? It's a BET Awards, and I believe it was something else that happened after that, you know what I mean, where it was Loud Records' 30th anniversary. So there was like a special um, special performance, which included a load of artists like Fat Joe, um, Three Six Mafia, um, yes. Mob Deep, and all them people there. You know what I mean? And um, and of course the boys themselves, the clan themselves. They was on the BET Awards. You know, I've been saluting Loud Records, man. And uh, yo, you want to check for that, man? You know what I mean? And um, so, and someone else on someone else on my Facebook put me onto something else as well. I haven't got around to ah, that was it. Pastor Mike. There was on Pastor Mike as well. So um, you had. Method Man, Red Man, RZA, Raekwon, Ghostface, Havoc, Swizzy, Deluxe, MLP, Buster Rhymes and more. Apparently, I haven't even got around to um, the person. Shout out to the lady called Kina Carter. She's the one responsible. She, um, she sent me the link. Um, at the time of this interview, yeah. I haven't checked it yet. But apparently, it was, it was epic, man. Yes. So. Yes, that sounds like a very grand anniversary there. And salute to Loud Records, Steve Rifkin and the staff. Um, it's definitely an honor to have been a part of the project, the 36 Chambers, uh, with that label and organization. Um, right now, it's just right now linking back in, tapping back in, and letting the public know and staying active and bringing great music and great film and art to the masses again. Um, very proud to be a pioneer of the culture and of one of hip hop's greatest. Um, you know, that being said, I gave my all and um, thank God that we definitely are here and we're still making people happy 30 years later. 
exactly man. Right. We want to know a lot about you. Where did music start for you? How did it start? Where Where was the beginning? We want to know more about you as a character. Okay, well, let me tell you about John Class Hamilton. Um, I was primarily, I'm from New York. I was born in Harlem, New York, but I was raised in Brooklyn and primarily South Jamaica, Queens and Staten Island, respectively. So the way it went, uh, basically, I'm from Queens. I was, I'm from Queens. That's where I was raised since like 10 years old. Uh, my, my, my father's side is from Staten Island, which is known as Park Hill to the world today. Mm. Uh, my, grand, my grandmother lived in 55 Bowen, which is known as Park Hill, Staten Island. That's the projects, of course. But um, I visited out there from, say, 10 uh, to around, say, 14 every summer. And during that time, you know, I got to know the neighborhood, you know, thank God for my mom, you know, and my dad taking me to that side of my family because I was able to leave Jamaica, Queens and go out to Staten Island, which many people didn't know about them. They were like a forgotten borough, you know, it was either Brooklyn, Staten Island, I mean, excuse me, Queens, uh, but Staten Island, nobody knew about anything as far as music or anything. So those are the early days. And now let's get to where I got into music. So. Um, I'm just taking it where I had a connection to Staten Island as a young teen, a, a young kid, 10 years old. That was my first time out there, and I kept going out there all my life from that point. All right, so I got intertwined with the community. I got to know everybody as kids growing up from going out there so regularly through the summers and so forth. But um, like I said, uh, I'm primarily from South Jamaica, Queens. Um, I went to school out there. <clears throat> And um, when I first got interested in music, you know, I, I say I was around, say, 13, 14, and I was looking, I'm in Queens, so music became a big influence. Um, you know, say, Run DMC, El Coochie, they are from Queens, not far from my area. So as a kid, seeing those guys and actually being able to see them in public, wow. I would see LL in public, I would see Run DMC in public, um, so those are like the first people that I could see from my neighborhood on a big scale, watching video music box, you know, the first video music box show. So those are the things like, oh my God, you know, I really love this music. And I'm like, you know, 11, 12, 13, watching these guys. So I'm like, wow, I never knew at that moment I would be a part of it. So let's get to where the music first hit me now. Uh, say 15 now, I'm a problem for my mom. So my mom sends me to my grandmother to stay in Staten Island, to go to school actually for a year. Okay, so now from 10 to 15, I'm already visiting out there. I know everybody. But this is now, I go to school in Staten Island called New Dorp High School, which was a brand new school. It was primarily Caucasian. We were bused from project, from Park Hill Projects to this school, which was 45 minutes away. And uh, so basically when I went to school, I was also in school with Inspector Deck, Rayquan, Capadonna. So I didn't only know them from the, the, the neighborhood. Whoa! I was actually in school with them in high school. Okay, so now we're beating on the lunch tables. Inspector Deck, you know, honing mining skills. Rayquan, mining skills. Kappa, Kappa was in my class when I went to school there. Right. So this is the year wow. at New York High School. So, all right, so now let's just say, you know, things happen, we know, we got into little things and I got booted out of the school. After one year, I got kicked out because, you oh, know, damn. we crossed the right, it was the right. 
<laughs> people know about those if they're from Staten Island and they went to New York, they know about those 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 riots, you know. Uh, so yes, I got kicked out after one year. So now I get sent back to Queens because my grandmother's like, look, I can't take them, I can't control them out here. And um, at this time, I'm in the music scene in Staten Island as well. Uh, in the projects, they, they were having a lot of lot parties and a lot of, it's called the rec room. So mm. they would have a lot of parties inside the rec room uh, of these, these buildings, of the projects. So every time I came on the weekends, I really looked forward to a party uh, in Park Hill. And um, that's how my connection of music came with Staten Island from actually growing up and then going to school out there and then getting kicked out and eventually going back to school in Queens with my mom. So now give or take, I'm 15, turn, around 15 years old, 16. So I go to Queens and no school wants me, okay? Um, wow. My mom had to really go hard to get me in a school. No high school wanted me. So now listen to this closely, guys. She ends up getting me in a school in Flushing, Queens, which is like 45 minutes from my home in Jamaica. Okay, it's called John Bell High School, okay? So now, when I go to this school, all right, um, I happen to just befriend the person who nowadays you call him Lawrence Professor. Okay, that's my everyday homeboy in school. Like, we meet up every day. We, uh, you know, just meet up in the morning, have breakfast. We would hang out, you know, just hang out in school. So me and him got real close, okay? Um, I call him Paulie, but um, long story short. Okay, I'm in school now. This is my buddy every day. I'm from another hood from, from his hood. I'm from Jamaica, and he's from Flushing. So it was like, you know, there's always neighborhood things going on. You know, left rack, that's another That's a, a, a neighborhood you may know about. Uh, uh, let's say Capone and Noriega, uh, Akinelli. Uh, left rack is pretty known on the musical scene for, uh, you know, hip-hop as well as sports. Uh, got a few, uh, Kenny Anderson. Uh, he's from out there, I think the NBA player. So long story short, let's get back to me and Down and uh, how I'm friends with who you know today as Lawrence Professor. So at this time I'm in this school now, um, you know, mind you, I get kicked out of every school. So that's the story. Man. That's how this goes. So, so but, what, why was that? Was that, was, was, that your, was, it because, was that because of your behavior or? Yes, yes. Yes, I, have, I, was, I was very academically inclined. 95, 90s on everything, math, even Spanish. I learned Spanish, which I know today because I did so well. Uh, academics was not a problem. It was just my, my behavior, temper, you know, that, that's, I was in a, that type of thing. My environment, you had to be that way in my environment coming from South Jamaica, Queens. You know, it was really yeah. rough. Then visiting Park Hill on the weekends as a kid, like people didn't know about Staten Island at all. But mm. I mean, it, it, was, it was a very dangerous place that the other four boroughs or the world didn't know about. Like if you said Staten Island to anybody in New York, they're like, what, Staten Island? Oh, no, I ain't going out there. That's the boondocks. Oh, it's so corny. It's this, that. And they didn't know about the music. They didn't know about like a ghetto or community. They didn't understand the good, beautiful parts of it. There's mobsters out there. There's mansions out there. And it's definitely dangerous hoods. So <laughs> that being said, let's get back to Queens now, you know, where the music now continues because, um, you know, the interest has been sparked. And um, so now, like I said, um, I'm in school, John Bell High School, with uh, my everyday friend, which is large professor nowadays. And while I'm in school, we he, he happens to come out 
I'm looking out the front door. Okay, so he's going to the studio. He's getting into this music, and he drops the single while I'm in school. He drops it. He comes out first. Okay, so now he drops that, and it goes crazy. It goes crazy. My boy is in the video. We just amped at the school like, oh, yo, Paulie, yo. Jeez. He was never really the type to really advertise that he was really in the music this deep. So when he came out, everybody was like, oh, you know, people in the hood knew, but like everybody didn't know because he was so humble with it. You know what I'm saying? So when he came out, the whole school was going crazy. Like, oh, shoot, you talk. Yo, so it was a, it was a great time because he came out and it just brought the light on the school. I'm looking at the front door. That's his first single. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, <laughs> so it's going crazy now. So now on top of that now, you got Akinelli who goes to my school. So he comes out now and he drops, you know, excuse me for explicit, put it in your mouth. <laughs> yes, so he drops that while he's in school with us, Akinelli. And then you got a, another female group, one of the first female groups and the people don't really, a lot of people don't mention them, but they're called Finesse and Sequence. Yeah. So now, you know, after that, we get 
<laughs> we get Lost Boys. Lost Boys come out. They're from my hood, okay? So now they come right behind LB fam. So now, you know, I, and one thing happens to another uh, at this time, everybody, we're talking about 92. Uh, we're talking about, hold up, let me bring you guys there real quick. We're talking about 1988, okay? 1987, okay? So now, uh, skip up two, four, two years to uh, 1990, okay? Somewhere around this time, an yeah. uh, officer, uh, officer gets killed in Queens. His name is Officer Byrne, and you know where my my neighborhood is known for. Like you guys might have heard Fifty Cent talk about Fat Cat, yeah, and Supreme Team, yeah. and those things. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's my neighborhood. Actually, Fifty Cent is from my neighborhood as well. Mm. All right, um, yeah, to put that there. Um, so, right, yeah, Fifty Cent and Nicki Minaj. Okay, they're from my neighborhood. Like, right, blocks, right. like walking. Like, okay, so. Um, that being said. Um, I, that cop got killed, so everything was hot in the streets. And you know, in this time, I'm in my street life. You know, if y'all know what that means, everybody's in the street now. They're doing what they do. Yeah. They want, you know what I'm saying? So this cop gets killed, and it's all because of street things. And the whole city's locked down. We have Mayor Giuliani. He creates what's called the TNT, based upon that death for that cop. So this TNT runs down on everybody and lock them up, and even killing you know, young black men and Latinos for nothing. Sometimes just saying, you know, they had drugs and guns and so forth. But anyway, it was very hot in my neighborhood. So I had to relocate. So my cousin told me, come on out here. You know, it's a little cooler. Come on back out here. So I went to Park Hill, Staten Island. And um, I was good out there. Everybody know me. So I was right at home, you know. And when I went out there, <laughs> I ended up going back into the street scene, you know, doing doing the street thing, you know, not to get into it, but not the most positive things, you know what I'm saying? But that's what I was doing out there. So long story short, you know, um, Inspector Deck and Method Man, you know, uh, basically uh, they would come by my house, you know, to get off, like take a little break from the street, so to say, you know, if it's raining out there or if it's just too much unhealthy activity, they'd mm -hmm. come in my house and we'd sit down and we'd smoke a smoke a couple of bones and you know I had a little beat machine and I'll loop up some beats and they were like they'll start rapping over it you know what I'm saying so you know this was like a second visit they came to my house one day I looped up some beats and they were like oh yo man you messing with this music stuff I said sure you know I want to I want to get yo come to the studio with us tonight meet meet our boy meet RZA you know what I'm saying we about to put out some music yo we about to do a song and yo you can come get down with it so I was like, all right, bet. So I went to I went to the studio with them, and I met Rizza. I met, okay. you know, today, we call him Prince Joaquin, or yeah. the Abbott. Yeah. And I met Rizza, and, um, you know, he told me, look, we're working on a project right now. You know, you get in it, and you get down with us, and you help us push this out there to the world when it blow up. You know what I'm saying? We all going to be there. This is a movement we, we making. So it was I said, cool. I said, listen, I know a lot of people in the industry already. You know what I'm saying? Because I was referring back to my brothers that I had already had musical touches with in Queens, you know, musical connections. So I knew, you know, I, if I get a good group and get behind them that I had some, I could go out there and push it. Push it to DJs, you know, and make, make it big, make it known in the street, you know. Um, so that being said, that was me getting with Wu-Tang uh, at that, that night right there. They were 
recording. I got to meet a lot of the artists that you know today is the clan. They all came through recording. It was in a dark room, a dark studio with the most head knocking his beats that you would ever hear in your life. Mm. Like when I heard him, I said, yo, this guy's incredible, man. And like, I already knew the rhyming skills of who you call Raekwon today, Inspector Deck, uh, Capadonna, uh, already knew that Method Man, already knew their rhyming skills because I was, I was around them every day in the projects. Wow. So I knew how they rapped, but I didn't know RZA at this time and how nice he was with these beats. So, man, that was it, and then I stayed for that session, and they laid down protect your neck. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So now it's like, it's like when I heard these guys rap, I was like, oh my god, you know, I'm just dealing with the most incredible, incredible artists right here, man. I'm gonna get my blood, sweat, and tears and push this all the way. So when it came out, they pressed it up, you know, independently. Um, Rizzo was definitely the brainchild and put all of these things together, put everybody, uh, you know, from producers to, uh, he put us all in a position that if we wanted it better, and if we wanted to make something that, you know, he gave us something to go out there and really work hard for, you know, and that's how I felt about the project. I had to go out there and let everybody know at this time, nobody nobody knows Wu-Tang, like outside of maybe local, you know, areas on, on the island or family members that's outside that live in the outer boroughs that's, you know, put pumping the name. So it was like, once we got the single together now, you know, everything was like out the trunk. These guys were doing it out of their pockets, out of their, out the trunk. You know, we were on the trains with these records in our arms. We were, you know, walking record store to record store, you know, and um, going to every neighborhood just to get, the, get it known in the streets. So I came in and let me take you guys back to one important factor too that's gonna come up later. Um, just before I had moved to the Staten Island, okay, um, I went I went to a skating rink one day out in Long Island, me and my buddies. And while I was in there, <clears throat> these was my days like when I said I was in the streets. So I was shining, looking like a rapper at this time. So when I go in the skating rink, there, there's other people in there skating around. But I remember, you know, I, I seen this guy in there standing out and he had a whole like, a designer outfit on and it was all these different colors and he had a hat on with it and you know ironically he approached me like hey yo what you, what you do what, what, yo, like what, what you into I was like nothing really much you know you know I do my thing in the streets or whatever like that he was like oh what he was like I was like how about you he was like he was like I rap I was like word all right all right so um, what's your name he was like my name is Buster Rhymes they call me Buster Rhymes so he's like, so what's good with you, man? What, what you doing right now? He's like, well, you know, listen, um, I'm, I'm about to sign a deal right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to sign a deal with Electric Records right now. And I got a group called Leaders at the New School. So he was like, I was like, all right, all right, bet. So I was like, cool, that's, how, that's what's up. So he was like, you know, I need to link up with somebody like you. You know what I'm saying? So um, one thing to another, me and him linked up. You know, we started going to studio sessions. And this is before I get to Staten Island with Wu. 
this we start going to studio sessions. I'm like everywhere with this guy. You know what I'm saying? Wherever he's going, I'm there. Parties, clubs in Manhattan. We're going everywhere just showing his face. Uh, radio station, uh, Hofstra University, Stretching Barbito. Like we're going to all the underground radio stations uh, promoting leaders of the new school. Mm. You know, uh, he, he actually yeah. takes me. He actually takes me to Electra Records with him. Uh, to a meeting he has with the A&R, which is Dante Ross. So this is where I get to meet Dante Ross, the A&R for uh, Electric Records mm. at that time. Buster. So, you know, now let's fast forward. The leaders come out, they, you know, make, get their numbers or whatever. Now I'm in Staten Island and here we go. Wu-Tang is working on a, let's fast forward. Wu-Tang is working on this record. Okay, around the same time it drops, around the same time yeah. that it dropped there. Yeah. That they dropped Case of the PTA. Um, so now I'm pumping, protecting that card in the streets. No. I'm going to every club, I'm going to every club, every DJ. I'm walking straight up to the DJ, no matter who he is, telling him, put this record on right now. And he's like, who's this? Or, or, you know, they had all kind of jokes with the names, you know, uh, you know, but I say, don't worry about it, put it on. You're gonna know who we are. Mm. You know what I mean? So the DJ will listen to the <laughs> Yes, I, I would go to any any of the clubs, SOBs, the tunnel, uh, whatever big club was rocking, where whoever was the hottest DJ, I would take it to him. Underground radio, stretching Barbito, uh, you know, Mr. C, uh, Flex. I would go put it in all their hands, and the D. Uh, so these are the DJs that I could reach, and I would go to all the local record stores, Rock and Soul, um, all the record stores in Queens, on the Ave, in Brooklyn, downtown Brooklyn. I would go to Tower Records, HM, try to get the, the record in the store. A lot of times when you're independent, this is how I got to learn about the early distribution, because when you're an independent label, um, a lot of times the big mom pop stores don't like to deal with you. Um, they like to deal directly with the majors. Um, mm. So... Yeah, it's more like on a consignment basis that they're getting the records in the store. So with someone that's independent, you may say, look, here's a thousand records. Oh, can I get paid for them right now? Or can I get paid in like 10 days? Whereas the record label is not worried about it. They, they'll ship them a thousand records and not worry about it for three, for three months or four months because they don't need it. But the independent guy, he needs, to, he needs it to turn around. So he can reinvest it in marketing and promotions, you know, flyers, t-shirts, uh, magazine ads, so forth. So um, that was that was the thing there of just getting the getting the notoriety to the group, the name, the brand, the movement, you know, uh, to bring that across to the public to let them know that Wu Tang was a movement, that it was a way of life, you know, and um, mm-hmm. that's where we. Yes, the music at that time was what we would say the day bubblegum rap, you know, it was a, <laughs> so it was like we was able to change the trend and, and let people be more conscious about what they were writing and what they were putting out to the public yeah. because people were just saying, you know, uh, all kinds of things that wasn't irrelevant, you know, to the art form. So Wu-Tang brought back some honor, it brought back you know, the prestige with hip hop, with being a supreme lyricist. And I saw that from day one and everybody knew. I mean, they, they would ask me, well, dad, it's eight, nine rappers on here. Like, yeah. everybody's gonna be paid. 
that was everybody's question. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> that was everybody's question. Like, yeah, I have so many artists. Like, how's everybody gonna get paid? So, you know, back then it was it, it was unheard of. You know, like a group to come in and really just branch off and get separate deals. Never done so, before. Class, I do want to ask you um, a particular question about um, Protect Your Neck. And you know what I mean? Because obviously you must have went to route that the other guys didn't. But before I even do that, right, um, you're, you're our guest this week. So any track of your choosing that you want us to play on repping for you right now, we're going to play it. And then we're going to come back. How about that? But I want you to choose the track. Because uh, you are our guest this week. Ah, uh, okay. Um, let me see. I'd like to hear my favorite, Cream. Cream! Cash rules everything around me! It's one of my favorite. While, while you was talking, class, while you was talking, that's all I could think about. I just love the, I love the Wu Tang so much, and you've done them so much justice. You've told us a story of the making of how they got together, the characters, the rapping. You're the king. <laughs> yes, thank you so much. It's definitely an honor. Um, cash rules everything around. Cream you know, getting the money. No, it's an honor to have you on the show. It's an honor to have you on the show. Holy oh, smokes! It's an honor to be here with you. And. UK, I want to send a shout out to you guys out there. I want to shout out all the ghetto youth in Roxbury, Brixton. You know, I want to shout you guys out out there. Keep your heads up, you know, and I also want to send a shout out to the whole UK on your loss of the Queen. Okay. Oh, um, mm. you know, we feel that over here as well. Mm. So we feel your loss. You know, condolences to the whole UK on your loss. And um, repping for you, we rock. And we're not I'm done yet. Sorry. We're just barely scratching the surface. I'm speechless. The, the whole story you told me, I'm, I'm speechless. We're back. We're, 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 we got a lot more coming back to y'all, so don't y'all go anywhere. Right, exactly, exactly. That's what you gotta do, man. That's what you gotta do. Cream, get the money. Dollar, dollar bill, y'all. Come back. Silly San Jose. Suplex City doesn't exist. This is the island of relevancy. Word up. Look out for the cops, though. Cash food. Word up. Two for fives over here, baby. Word up. Two for fives. Them niggas got garbage down the way. Word up. Cash food. Everything around me. Cream it. Yeah. Check this old fly shit out. Word up. Cash you on the joint. Cream, get the here money. We, here we go. I, I grew up on the crime side, the New York Times side. Staying alive was no job. At second hands, mom put on the joint. Put on the joint. Somebody said, pull Cash food. Word up. Two for fives over here, baby. Word up. Two for fives. Them niggas got garbage down the way. Word up. Cash you know food. Everything around me. Cream it. Yeah. Check this old fly shit out. Word up. Cash food. You everything on the around joint. me. Cream it. The here money. We, here we go. Dollar, Check dollar, this bill, shit. Yo. Yo. I grew up on the crime side. 
side, the New York Times side. Staying alive was no job. Had second hands. Moms bounced on old men. So then we moved to Shallon Land. A young youth, you're rocking the go tooth. Low goose, only way I begin to G York was drug loot. And let's start it like this, son. Rolling with this one and that one. Pulling out gats for fun. But it was just a dream for the team who was a fiend. Started smoking wolves at 16. And running up in gates and doing it. Yeah. 
man you see that tune is so classic that that tune gets referenced in almost every hip-hop tune that comes out today man you know what i mean like seven seven times out of ten hip-hop tune that come out that tune gets referenced that's how classic cream cash rules everything around me is man man we don't usually play classics like that on um on this show man because we usually focus on new music but our special guest former wound management in, in my eyes you're still wound management class is on this show man the question i want to ask you sir is that um you know i've watched the um the american saga right i've watched the american saga and it shows like RZA and Raekwon and Ghost, they're struggling to get the pet to protect your neck record out, right? They're on the phones, they're going on, they're going to um, record, um, you know, rec record joints and all of that, trying to trying to put the record out. But you did it differently, man. But was that cause you to become the management for the Wu Tang? Was that what it was? Because you knew where to go, you knew how to approach it to get break the record. Is that how you became manager? Yes, more or less. It was like I wore a lot of different hats when it came to management. So that's I, I would do promotions, marketing, uh, and eventually distribution of Wu Tang Records. Um, so all of those facets, whatever needed to be done, I was willing to get it done. Some things I knew better than others, and most of all, I believed and had faith behind the group and the project. So I would go and to any DJ, any label, and say, look, play this, look, check this out. They're the greatest, they're gonna be the greatest. And if they didn't want to listen, I'd be like, you'll be sorry. Oh, <laughs> man. You know, so. You are just like the management I, to have, you're the management that anyone should have. You just gave that group your blood, sweat, tears, everything. Yes, I mean, put it like to this. To me, I'm that never, masterpiece. I, I never slept once, you know, once the project was there, I never slept. I would always be trying to go out and promote and market it, you know, uh, whether that be, you know, getting it played in a club or going, putting up stickers and plastering, spray paint W's all over New York. Whoa! You know, stickers everywhere, all over the country, wherever we could go, I put the, the gold sticker with the black W in it and, you know, that was it. Whatever in the street, wherever we could go to put that that W, that's what we were doing. And make sure you know you know the name. Pushing, we the greatest. We coming. You know, we knew that we were a solid team. And Reza covered every base. He had people that did music. He had people that run to promote the group. You know, people that run and try to uh, press it and finance. And you know, he had it all figured out. You know, and thankfully, everyone that he picked was. You know, that's why it all worked out. Everybody did their part, you know. Everybody had a job to do. And, you know, I didn't mind wearing more than one hat, you know. I just wanted us to win. I didn't I didn't care about if I was asked to do five or ten things. You know, maybe sometime class was all over the place doing too much. But I never felt it was enough because I couldn't sleep until everybody knew this record, until everybody knew this group name. Then I could sleep. So, mm. you know, that's how, that's how it was. You know what, Pat? All that work has paid off because they are everywhere. Everyone knows the Wu-Tang Clan. Everyone knows the members individually, as artists individually, as well yeah. as being in the Wu-Tang. 
so that hard work has paid off we we want to see we want to see more of you we want to see you out there um you know everyone knows now that you yeah. are the king yes the thank you so, thank you so much blessings i'm very humble to uh have this love and the support you know and just to reach out to the public right now and let them know that i'm a pioneer of the hip-hop culture i love it you know um I'm here to push it further, to add on, uh, get to know me. I'm not going anywhere. Um, if you don't know me, get to know me. You can go to Google, John, John Class Hamilton. Uh, you can go to Instagram, John Class Hamilton. Um, just do your research. And there's a lot of other artists that I'm involved with that came from Staten, the Staten Island camp. Dark Skin Assassin, uh, Pop the Brown Hornet, Boy. Shaheen. Hey. Uh, yeah. Uh, yes, Shaheen, and uh, here's another group uh, from Staten Island that's called the Now Born Click. Actually, my, my cousin is a producer for their first songs, their first three songs of Shaolin Anthem. So it's like um, I've been tied in with a lot of like uh, helping people to get their, their their music out there from the early stages of their career. You know, these guys are still out there doing their thing. They're doing, putting out great music, great projects, you know, and um, I'm just here to continue and add on. That's it to be an asset to let everybody know what I'm behind. And um, Wu-Tang ain't going nowhere. Class ain't going nowhere. You know, I love my brothers. I'm playing, we're, we're legends. And I'm, pay, I'm paying homage to the legends. And thank That's you very okay. much. Class, you are class. So. We've got a lot to look forward to then. Anything new coming out that you'd like to share with us, class? Because uh, you're up there, you're out there, and you must have something maybe secretly tucked away that you don't want to talk to us about yet. Or maybe you do <laughs> want to share it on the Rapping For You hip hop show uh, first. But I know you've got something new coming out. Sure. I'm working on some few, a few projects. Um, I'm working with... Uh, Yusef, his name is Yusef yeah. Ali. Uh, he's, I'm working with Kim Miles. Uh, they have a film that's called American Immigrants. So Ooh. I'm doing the promotions and the marketing. I'm doing the promotions and the marketing on that film. It just got picked up, excuse me, by Tubi and Netflix. Uh, it's a documentary highlighting the homeless crisis in New York as well as the world because um, anyone could be homeless, so you know when you see it happening in any state, it, yeah. it, it reflects to any country. You know what it feels like. So this movie here is is bringing attention to that crisis right now, and um, I'm promoting it, I'm marketing it, I'm managing the actor in it. His name is Youssef White. Um, oh, check, oh, out check out for this, check out for this documentary. It's powerful. <laughs> I see this particular individual, I have a addiction that's hard body, 
I needed to talk to somebody. He was the chosen one, and now he's politicking with me. So understand what's going on right now, what he's saying. We have, uh, according to USDA, somewhere between six and nine million people who are on various occasions going to sleep hungry or, or experiencing hunger, what's called food insecurity. But even, even if it was zero, you've got tens of millions of people in the United States who are so far down on the economic ladder that they're having to make choices between eating and being homeless. I'm in the shelter right now, in the men's shelter, right here, right around the corner. Okay. Thanks to all the times that you starved, you starved. To the ones you kept a yard stick from home Did that. When you probably had props you couldn't solve To the ones who said you trash and your music garbage To the ones who took a shot at you You know success they favorite target To all the souls that cheated and left your heart bleeding To your close friends that couldn't keep a dark secret To the ones who left you when you needed them Or turning back after you feeded them Or fed them Shout out to the ones who didn't believe in you Or the ones who whisper every time you leave the room To the ones who overlook me To the ones who never wanna smoke but they'll tell you that I'm pussy To the ones who never shot a gun Saw a key bottom bunk, you've been bottoms up Shout out to the labels for not following up Shout out to the traders while you following us <laughs> To all my fake friends and close haters The ones with the snake skin and no shape up Shout out to my rivals for not making amends Shout out to my idols for not shaking my hand Instead of making enemies, made them my fan To the ones that I want love and life To the respect for homie who wanna fuck my wife To the smiley face who stole from me Give me that but they Guys, when you take me out of this, you will. Yes, with movements, um, I'm, I'm all about movements right now. Um, I'm also working with a sister by the name of Karasta, and she's part of the Wu Tang camp, and uh, definitely helping her with the Wu Tang Clan radio, which that'll be up and running soon. Wu Tang Clan radio. Yeah. And uh, there's other things that I'm in in the talks with right now with the clan and hopefully I'll be on some other projects in the future. Brilliant man, brilliant, that's what's up man. Fantastic. That's fantastic. I'm excited. Man. Yeah man. My brain is excited. He's dancing. You can't see. <laughs> my brain my Yes. Thank you. And it's a blessing. Definitely is, you know, uh we put a lot of music out there so that we can let you know that people are going through struggles everywhere and that they can make it out once you have faith in yourself and once you take time to, you know, polish and hone your skills. And most of all, you have to believe in God or Allah, whoever yeah. it is that created everything, that created everything. You have to have God in it if you want to win it. So that's what we're here to do. We care about the women, the children, the animals, the earth, and we want to drop knowledge. You know, we have 5% background, Israelite 
background, Baptist, Christians, uh, all in the background of the Wu-Tang family, you know. Um, we don't judge you, you know. We deal with you on just the facts, reality. We're not here to judge, and uh, we just won't care about the most vulnerable, and that's these children. So Wu-Tang for the children, that's what we want. We want them to learn. Yes, we want them to learn that you can make it out of your hard situation, okay? Just believe in yourself, okay? And don't be lazy. Invest in yourself, okay? There's a lot of people that have talent, and they are afraid to invest in themselves, okay? So that's what you have to do. Don't go buy the $300 sneakers. You know, you can go to the studio with that, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know? So believe in yourself and keep faith in yourself and keep pushing hard and you you will make it, you know? Um, nobody's just gonna give this to you, you know? It's a competitive business. Whether you're an artist or even an executive, yeah. you know, everybody wanna win. It's about the dollar in the end, but we have a purpose, you know? Let's see the young, we wanna see them grow. We wanna see them not kill each other out here. You know, the movement that I'm on right now is just, I, I don't want to see these young kids dying no more, okay? For real? When I come in, I want to be positive. You know, um, there's other ways to handle it in the, in the person's life. Look at yourself. He looks like you. She looks like you. Why do you want to take their life? There's another uh, day tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? It's not that serious to take a person's life, you know? Um, and that's... It's, it's us, just the genocide of us. You know, uh, I hope that uh, the young people can listen to this and, and just find other ways. I, I understand that you may not always have the support or the guidance, or you may be missing things, or you may be hurt or broken. You know, no mom, no dad, no background. But put it in God's hand, and he'll send you someone to help you through all of those tough times. But don't just throw it away and run out and be you know, a menace to yourself, to society. You know, listen to people that have been there and that they don't want to see you make those mistakes because everybody's not lucky to make it out. You're either going to jail or you'll be dead. True indeed, man. Wise words, man. That's what I love about my heroes, you know. You know what I mean? These guys, I could listen to them all day. That's how, you know, that's how it is, man. You know what I mean? Fantastic, man. Pick up yourself each and every time, class. Um... I've there's so much, you know, there's so much I want to ask you, and yet I've got limited time, and it hurts, man. Yeah. But boy, I mean, wow, when you know, where do I, where, where do I even begin? Like, yo, let's talk about some of these videos you've been in, man. You know what I mean? Can you, get, can you talk us through some of those memories? You know what I mean? Um, glaciers of ice video, like one of my favorite raid contracts of all time. I lost my. Yo, I lost my mind when I heard that for the first time, man. The Sons of Man No Love If I Hate video. And I bet you, class, you had a whole heap of fun in the ice cream video. Come on, you ain't gonna lie yes. to us. Come on now. <laughs> oh, yes, I did. <laughs> the ice cream so, video, man. Talk uh, about it. Uh, yes, so Ray Raekwon's ice cream video, that was filmed in my hometown of Jamaica, Queens at the Coliseum. Uh, this is where you go and buy all your jewelry, all your fly gear when you're going out for the night. 
you know, this place is known by all the rappers in Queens from Nas to LL to Run DMC. This is where they would go and get their fly gear, their gold chains and all of that. So the Ave and the Coliseum is known for that right there. And this is the location that uh, Wu-Tang chose to film Raekwon's video. And it was a ball. They had a whole ice cream truck inside of the mall. Uh, girls with all the different butter pecan, chocolate deluxe shirts on. Um, you know, all the brothers is there. You see Ghost, you see Ray, you see Understanding, you see every artist that, I mean, it was just outstanding. And, you know, you see me there, I'm tied up in the video, I got my head tied in a, in a white bandana with a big fro. I'm linked up on the ice cream truck. You know, the girls are pretty much in front of me, and I'm just like on the side, just dropping my head
you know, and they went on to do big and great things. And I'm very proud to have had a part of the beginning of their careers. Amazing, amazing. You know what I mean? That wasn't done before at that time. You know what I mean? It wasn't done before, you know, rapping about science and and, and, and quoting out the Bible and, you know, how it relates to real life and all that kind of stuff. That was never done before. You know what I mean? Before that, it was always, it was after police or it was party records or things like that. That's was, right. You know what I mean? It was never, yeah. you know what I mean? Hip hop was never brought in that direction up until, you know what I mean? Up, 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 up until the Sons of Man, up until the Wu-Tang Killer Army, all that great stuff, man. You know what I mean? And, and video, taking it back into the cave days, Check out my gravel pit. <laughs> 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 took it back, yes, even took it back to the cave days. Oh, something else. And once again, that leads to the back to the genius of the RZA. You know, because these these were his hand-picked babies. You know, he, he all these groups came through the RZA. Everybody you see that's Wu Tang family or Wu affiliated had to come through the RZA and get the okay. So these guys, he already knew you know, their greatness. And he put them out as the first artist on Wu-Tang Records. And that, you know, that gave me an opportunity to work with the first group on that label. And, you know, I had a lot to do with setting the label up, you know, uh, getting it functioning as far as, uh, you know, promoting the name and marketing and setting up the UPC code and setting up everything so we could track things and keep track of radio play and, distribution because it was independent so we was running these records to the stores ourselves you know yeah. i was on a bus train a, a car a cab order more records through disc makers um you know be in touch with logo and designers to do the artwork the label work logos for the artists you know so the sons of man logo um actually got the artist to commission them to create that logo that you guys see out there um yeah very powerful, very powerful, and that was done by a brother in England by the name of Dario. Oh, what? Dario, San Dario Sanchez, friend of mine from England. I think he lives in LA now. I haven't spoken to him in a while, so if you're out there, Dario, you see this, holla at your boy class, definitely. But Dario Sanchez was the artist that worked on, worked on that. Uh, so that being said, you know, the second group on Wu-Tang Records was Killer Army. Um, and they came out with their first single. And once again, uh, you know, I had to give that same attention, you know, to try to break a new group again on this on this label, as well as, you know, learn the distribution deal of it. So we were going indie, so we had to go I had to basically set up meetings with different independent distri distributors like Malvern, uh, what's this, Redline, Big Daddies, Fat Beats. Uh, these are independent distributors that, you know, help you put your, like, they'll give you an opportunity to start your own label and they'll distribute for you. Right. So that's how we were able to do Wu-Tang Records in the beginning until, you know, a major back uh, distributor came into play. So... Basically, you know, I'm the guy that, you know, help market and promote you from the ground up and, you know, get you hot in the streets, get you hot on the radio, promote, market you, your brand, build your brand. Wow, that is amazing, Star. That is amazing. You know what I mean? It makes me feel even more humbled and, 
or other than privilege that, you know, RZA bought out the Woo Worldwide DJ Coalition in 2010. And then seven years later after that, and I was pretty much handpicked by the guys of the coalition that I would be I would be joining their team. I never saw that coming. I'm like, wow. You know what I mean? That's what I love about the clan, you know, they're always, always, up till now, 30, 30 years later, always coming up with new ideas. Every time they've always come up with new ideas. You know what I mean? Some are great, some are not so great. You know what I mean? But they're coming up with ideas nonetheless. No one, you know what I mean? Everyone follow the Wu. Wu Tang don't follow nobody. You know what I mean? Yep. Wu Tang forever. Wu Tang for life. That's it. That, we knew that from day one. We're not going nowhere. We're going to be here forever. You know, our kids, kids, kids are going to be looking at Wu Tang videos and doing their research on new material, too. Because that means we're going to come out forever for infinity. That'll be I'm excited. Yeah, this is not a, this is not a group that you're just going to fade away. This is a movement. And this was all planned from the four, the, the founding, the founders, Jizza, Rizza, you know, those people put mastermind, ODB, RIP, uh, those, those people behind the scenes, Power, Divine, these are the people that mastermind, John Gibbons, uh, Mike McDonald, these are the people that all mastermind and put this together from the, from the inside, from the business and the artistic creative perspective outside of the clan members you know Method Man you got Master Killer Ghostface Capadonna on and on Inspector Deck let's go so this a whole movement that was put together and everybody played their part and everybody know that they put their life into it you know and that that's that's why this won't go anywhere. It won't go anywhere. It's not like, oh, something could be broken up. No, nothing could be broken up. That's mm. everywhere. Tentacles are I agree. everywhere. I agree. You understand? Yeah. It's everywhere. Think, no, this he is not your average. School with the bags and logos and the yeah. hats. Yeah, everywhere. no, that's correct. You know, nothing like that. It's worldwide, you know, so, and it's here to stay. There's nothing, because people love it. They, they, it's a, a culture. It's a culture, you know, it's besides a group, it's a culture. You know, people have Wu-Tang tatted on the side of their head, you know, on their face, you know, on their breasts, excuse me, everywhere. So, you know, <laughs> yes, it's, no, it's, it's a culture it's at that point, you know, and, you know, just to be a part of that, I'm very happy, I'm very honored, you know, and um, love for Spam, and uh, I just look forward to being an asset and bring it, being a part of more great projects for the future, Phil, is to try to stop the young from, you know, destroying their lives, throwing their lives away, you know, all around the world, you know. Um, we, there's slums and there's ghettos everywhere. There's suburbs everywhere. But right now, our, our young youth need attention. They need love, man. They need a, us older brothers really to step, and the older sisters to step out there and really embrace them. Mm. And not to like, you know, make them feel like this is their fault and the way they're going and they're messing up the world. Let's let's go backtrack. Let's find out, you know, what, what, what wrong and let's get them to love each other. I don't want a, a, a brother to look at another brother's face and want to kill him or want to you hate him. You know what I'm saying? And these are kids, they're getting younger and younger, 12, 14, you understand? So I feel like it's real crucial for them to have resources that they can be able to have at their access 
So when things are not right in their life, they can go to those resources and find another way, you know, besides the wrong. So it's very important for these kids to know that somebody cares about them out here. Most feel no one cares. So I feel that that's a great narrative. And, and uh, once again, the, the unfortunate, the homeless, uh, those that can't help themselves, you know, uh, even animals, you know, we have to do a better job of taking care and looking out for those that are vulnerable, you know, because the world here is cold, it's cruel, you know, and we know that. So let's make a balance. Mm. It don't need to be all bad. It don't need to be all good. But let's, it's just, it don't need to lean all towards bad, you know, let's balance it. So use your voice, use your power out there. To all the people out there that have the youth that'll listen to you, use your power and try to get these kids to stop killing each other, to learn and love again. Right. Hence, a better tomorrow, right? Definitely a better tomorrow. Hence, a better tomorrow. Man, what a what a moment, man, right now, people. Class, Woo Management, you know, one of the founding members of Woo Management. Now, Class, you know part two if this is going to happen, right? You know part two and part three and part four is going to have to happen with this. You know that, right? <laughs> sure. Of course I you know what, Class? And I'll be honest. I want you to have your own TV show. I want to see you have your own TV show. That's what I want to see. Listen well, to yes, today, I, I would love you to be on the show forever and just stay and not leave. Okay, I'm down, I'm down for that. I would love to. I would love to have my own show. I really feel like I'm informative and uh, entertaining, you know. But informative, you know. I'm here for a better, a better tomorrow, so to say, and I'm yeah. here to pass along good information, good information. So yes, I need to speak to these youth. I need to speak to people who feel like nobody is there. And one more thing I'd like to highlight, you know, because Wu-Tang is for the children, all right? And I always, I love that part about our movement, you know, and I stand by it. And listen, mm. through my life, you know, I want to give an example here. Not only, you know, am I a father, you know, but at this time, I'm a single dad. Okay. Um, I'm a single father. I have two young daughters. Is, okay, they're six and seven. And I'm saying this to the men out there. I'm saying this to the men out there worldwide. Do a better job with your kids. Do not abandon your kids. Do not leave your kids. No matter what, stand there by your kids. Okay, they need you. Okay, no matter what the relationship with their mom, no matter if you don't have money in your pocket, do your job to be in their life. It means a lot to them and to society. And now for the mothers out there, please allow these men to be in their kids' life. Please allow the emotions not to be a part of it. Let them be a part of their life so that they can help you to guide them when there's trouble in the waters so they can help you to raise them up to be the greatest that you want them to be. And if I think we can, if we can get this here and really look within ourselves and make this change and understand our responsibilities to each other, I think we can help society a lot right now. And I know a lot of our young brothers and sisters will stop dying and being locked up and incarcerated for senseless things. Yeah, mom. Yeah, man, for sure. Let's, let's end it on a higher note. Real quick, 
Um, yo, you guys been on the, you know, I mean, you've been on the road, you've been on tour nearly 30 years, well, going 30 years. We're gonna have the 30th anniversary next year and everything. You know what I mean? All that great stuff. But real quick, class, can you tell us one of your favorite stories about, about being on tour with the clan? Um, let me see. Yes, I, I take, well, maybe some of you guys are like too young for it, but too young. Uh, a great time, a great time was when we went down and we did, uh, we did the Freaknik in Atlanta, like uh, our first Freaknik down in Atlanta, Georgia, and like we had a uh, uh, nice hotel on Peachtree, it was called the Occidental, and like we had like the whole top floor was just off floor, Wu-Tang. And it was like that, when we went and did that show, the Freaknik, that, I think that was just the most exciting, fun event ever because everybody was showing us love everywhere we went, man, like we, wherever we went. So I think the Freaknik, uh, that was one of the better, the better events that I remember. Man, any any stories pertaining to like say ODB? Because you know ODB was that guy, man. ODB was the character, man. Yes. R.I.P. ODB. Yes, ODB. Uh, yes, my brother's very talented. He's song unique. Uh, he's very uh, outspoken. He's funny. Um, very knowledgeable. Very smart. Very yeah. high intellect. Yeah. Um, love him. Love his family, love his kids, man. He has such a warm heart, my brother. You know, and he cared about these babies. You hear how I'm speaking about them? Mm. Everywhere he went, that's all he would talk about is the babies, these babies. You know, he had a lot of respect for the babies and the women. You understand? So, like I said, salute to uh, ODB. And I'll take you to a story here now. Um, when, when we were promoting and marketing Protect Your Neck, okay? Um, now we're trying to like figure out what's going to be the next single because we're doing good, we're touring, but we need yeah. something to, to, to jump it up again. So now RZA comes with Method Man and he, delete, he, he uh, releases Method Man. M-E-T-H-O-T man. M-E-T-H-O-T man. back on it again. Like that just gets, Meth just goes crazy. Everybody starts you know, just going crazy when they hear the song. That gets our bookings up. We start touring all over again, uh, city to city, because people are going wild and crazy for the M.E.T. Jody song, Met the Man himself. You know, he turns to, you know, a heartthrob sex symbol. You know, the ladies loving him. So we <laughs> have to get us really going uh, to the next level. So uh, enjoy that part. So now, you know, it's the time where that's doing well and the deals start coming in for the single artists you know labels start inquiring you know you know they start asking me Rizzo you know who different labels are acquiring you know so uh, Def Jam I think was it was um, already in the works with signing Method Man and from my knowledge ODB he wanted to also be signed to Def Jam as well oh for real yes he wanted to be he wanted to be signed to Def Jam, but uh, so Method Man deal was already in the works. That's how that went. So uh, ODB was like trying to figure out what label he wanted to go to. So like I said, I was at the Wu office at this time on Bay Street. Uh, 
And basically, you know, he would call me and say, well, hey, what's going on? How you doing class? Uh, is anybody, what's what's the word on, what's the word out there about me, my project? You know, so I say, people loving you, man. They, they, wherever we go, man, people are asking about you. So, you know, he asked me, he said, yo, tell me, you know, is any labels asking for me? So I, I had to tell him, me personally, yes, yes. Um, it's like three labels asking asking about him. One epic, uh, another one penalty, and uh, from what I know, um, Electra. Okay. Right, that is so now, yeah. So now I tell him that, and he says, um, "Yo, listen, yo, get them on the phone. Listen, I want to meet them. I, you know, I want to make this happen, man." I was like, "Well." You know, listen, I think, you know, you need to go through RZA and is he good with it? He was like, listen, it don't matter. It's my career, God. You know, I just want to go up there and meet him. Uh, he was like, set it up for me. And I just want to come up there and meet him. So I was like, all right, um, well, you're going to be up there at 8 o'clock in the morning? This was Tom Warner, which is like part of Rockefeller Center in right. Manhattan. Yeah. This is the Tom Warner building. So I asked him, you know, are you going to meet me up there at 8 o'clock in the morning? So he said, of course, yes, I'm going to be up there. So I got up there and I swore, like, I just was going up there for nothing. <laughs> but I actually called Dante Ross, who was the end on. I had him waiting and look, I'm bringing ODB up there today. Oh, God, fabulous. Great class. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, Dirty met me and... Um, we t- I took him upstairs to meet with Dante. Dante called uh, the president of A&R. Uh, they came in, showed him around the whole label, showed him their different staff, marketing, promotion, uh, video, showed him their staff, showed him the whole office, and Dirty loved it. He, he was like, this is my home. This, this is where I want to be at, you know? This is where I want to be. So, you know, everybody, they were ecstatic, right? Uh, ecstatic to have him there, you know, and he was ecstatic, and he was like, look, man, I, I gotta do this right now, you know, I, I wanna definitely sign, so from that, you know, I let Rizzo know, mm-hmm. I called, got in touch with Rizzo and say, look, you know, um, ODB, you know, right now, he, he, Electra's ready for him, they want him, so I was like, I took him up there, he met with him, so he was like, all right, so who you spoke to, and I told him, I got him in touch with Dante, and, you know, the deal went forward from there, you know. That's how it went. That's how he ended up, you know, eventually getting signed to Electra. Um, and the rest of the team, Devon, sat down, and they made the deal happen, and he ended up on Electra. So now, yes. so now, I mean, I know I said that was the last question before we wrap it up, but it kind of brings me to this. Um, true or false, class? Did you have any, cause true say you knew Buster from Leaders in the Musical, so he was already with Electra. Was he already with Electra at that time? With, um, with I mean, yeah. when Dirty signed? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So let me yeah. ask you this. He was already there. Buster was already there, okay. So let me ask you this. True or false? Did you play a role in getting Old Dirty and Buster together to do the Wu-Ha remix? Did you play? No. Ah! No way! No, when they, when they did the video, and you know, all the video with the suits on and everything. Yeah. The remix? Yeah. Uh, the the Wu-Ha remix? The Wu-Ha remix. 
possibly could be because that was around the that he got signed from my recollection. That's what you mean? Yeah, around yeah, yeah. Because I think that was like as soon as he got signed, I think that that project was like one of the first. They linked him with the Boo, with the Buster Rhymes Woo Ha remix in the video. That was right, like a little after he got signed. Yeah. Holy But smokes. I didn't like per se make that happen. But but I knew that Bus wanted to work with Wu Tang. Like he had already let me know that. Yeah. So I knew he wanted to work with Wu Tang though, and they knew that he was my friend. They knew he was my like personal friend. Oh man, cause um, real quick, class. Let me tell you this story, right? What happened was, Buster Rhymes came out, woo ha, and I went crazy. So that really brought up me as a character. You know what I mean? You know, Buster Rhymes all animated and jumping up and down and going crazy and doing everything like that. And I thought, yeah, and I thought, yeah, man. And everyone's got, you know, everyone around me, everyone in our neighborhood, everyone, everyone, everyone in the neighborhood was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a bad spectacle. Oh, that's another only that's another story on top of that's another story. You know what I mean? So what happened was Night Rider did it to me. Night Rider. Boss around the Night Rider. So now it took over the world that did. Everyone was silent. <laughs> yeah. That played over and over and over and over again. Yeah, and remember put your hands where your eyes can see, put your hands. Yeah, that was crazy. That was crazy. Night Rider, you know. Oh my gosh. I mean, that, that's another story. As, that's another story as it is. I remember when I first heard Wu Ha for the first time, and I said to my cousin, "I saw the video," and we were laughing. We were laughing our heads off because the video was that funny. And then I said to my cousin, "No way am I lie." I says, "Can you imagine if Buster Rhymes and ODB came together and did a song?" Next thing I know, no word of a lie, it was like 10 minutes later, we heard it on the radio, we heard the remix, and we was like... It went, it went crazy. Like, what? Yeah. We wanted to make that happen, yeah. I'm sure that, yeah, Electra, they, they was, that was a great move for them to put them together. And they wanted, it was mutual, they wanted to work together, so. Yeah. You know, Buster, Buster's like a family, like, for, that's like a real brother of mine. Like, like, when I say, like, I got the really, like, we're friends, I know his mom, I know his brother, been in his house, like, when, when before the leaders' days, like, when he was still at home, you know what I'm saying? So, it's like, we, we really, I love him, man, salute to him, man. I, I, I mean, known him, like, it's 25, 30 years now, you know. For, and, yeah. You know, everything he's done, man, is just out of this planet, man. I've been there from the Janet song to the Mariah Carey. You know, I've been, my brother, wherever I see him, it's this salute. It's the love right there, man. You know? Yeah, man. Your brother, the class, said, what's up, bro? You know what I'm saying? And that's that. Buster Rhymes. I remember, yeah, Oni. I remember when, Oni, I don't think I've ever told you this story. I remember when Night Rider did come out. And we were out here, me and my boys, we went out clubbing, right? You know, back in the early days when we were young and we were scared we might get, not getting a club. And it was one of them clubs class where they played pure dance music. It was pure dance music, right? So we were just yeah. there trying to catch girls. You know what I mean? We didn't really care for the music. We were just there trying to catch girls because, you know, that's what, that was what, that's what was happening. Anyway, the DJ decided to be brave. Right, the DJ decided to be brave. Keep in mind, this is a club where it was like mostly like white people up in there, right? 
So you had the few yeah. black people, you had the few Asian people in there. Okay. So now, you just heard pure dance music. Dance, 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 dance. Next thing you know, he decides to put on Buster Rhymes, Knight Rider. When he dropped that. Went crazy. The went crazy. whole nightclub went crazy. Black people <laughs> appeared out of nowhere and took over. Asian people, Asian people, the Indian people that came out of nowhere took over that dance floor. That's the truth. I was like, holy sp- Everyone went mad. <laughs> Everything Buster do is high energy. He has high energy. So you can't sit down when a Buster song come on. You can't. You, you got to. Impossible. You are. You are. If you yeah, really want to be with me, yeah, really yeah. Awesome. Scenario on up. He's always been with the, <laughs> the Dungeon Dragon. Yo, that's his whole thing. Get you up. Get you up partying. Get you up shaking it. You can't sit there. Uh-uh. Look what happened now. The great limited. Look what happened now with the New York, with the New York State of Mind tour. Wu-Tang, Nas, and Buster. Buster Rhymes. I heard the put, yes. the put Buster Rhymes, I made Buster Rhymes join him and I was like, that's it, it's over. That is it, it's over. No. There's only one thing it's they need over. to do. That's, that's untouchable right there. Yeah. That's three, the real hard way. There's only one thing they need to do. Right they need to be Wu-Tang, Nas, Buster. I don't know who's their manager. I don't know who's the tour manager. I don't know who's running it. Whatever they need to do. To bring that New York State of Mind tour, bring it to the, make it to London State of Mind tour. To do that, game over. Game over. Back to class, because you are the man, because you've given us these wicked and amazing artists and put them all together in a, in, in a group. Back to, back to class. Yeah, so now we've got yeah. these great artists and we know about these great artists like Buster Rhyme, Method Man, uh, ODB, because of class. Yeah. Man! We delivered them to us all in a group, which was a masterpiece that is still a masterpiece and is forever going to be a masterpiece. I thank you so much. I thank you, Holly. I, I was just blessed to be in the right place around some great, great guys, man. Some real knowledgeable, you know, they take pride in what they do. They take pride in their skill. And that was from day one. No matter what was going on in their life, when they go in the booth, they, they gave their best to be an expert and to make sure that they point get across and that they didn't sound like anybody, that they were unique, creative. Mm-hmm. Like if you if you was in the studio and if somebody said a line and it sounded like somebody, you know, another artist would interject but like, yo man, uh-uh. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Even if it was just a little, even if it was a smidgen, they'll be like, uh-uh. So super perfectionist, these guys, man. Yeah. And, they could sit, and they could write so quickly. You know, I'll sit there and watch them write around yeah. in like two minutes. Just go on the booth and do it like once or twice. And it's done. So I only certain artists that I've seen do work like that. And, you know, that was Wu-Tang. That was... Uh, Buster, you know, these guys are like one, two take guys, you know, they don't really do it five, ten times. They get it done in two takes, man. You know, Buster can do it in one take in the studio. And that that's it. That go out to the world. That's a smash. It's going there, boop, 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 and it's done to the world. So I've watched people who take their craft very seriously from day one. And I've been, like I said, in the early stages of my career, learning the music industry and 
dealing with different people in my hood trying to go to the studio. They'd be in there going through it for two hours, three hours. This was like the 15, 16 years before I, I made it in. Like uh, there was a few people that I was working with. Uh, shout out, you know, Terradome. But um, yeah, it took a long time to get work done. But these guys always been proficient with their pen. And um, just mm. to be a part of that, I was in the right place at the right time. And I was thankful that I had to drive. I was young, ambitious. Uh, I knew I had love and passion for the music industry. I knew I had love and passion for the guys, Wu-Tang, every member of it. I believed in it. Uh, the Hood, Park Hill, Stapleton, shout out to Staten Island. You know, I I was living that in that whole, everything, the era with them, the golden era. I was out there doing what everybody had to do to survive. And, you know, when we came with this great movement, you know, I was so happy to be a part of it. Thanks to Meth and Inspector Deck for bringing me, you know, into the camp and then RZA giving me the opportunity. And all I did was just take it and run with it with all the different people that I met throughout Queens and Brooklyn throughout my music travels. I just took who I met, where I met, and I would just go for it with this new project, you know? and. And it worked out, you know, like I would never, I would never sleep. Like I said, if these guys was out on the streets doing what they doing, I'll be in Manhattan somewhere promoting the group, promoting the club. Wherever they was doing what they like, they could be sleep. Mm. I'll be out somewhere promoting this club, promoting this single everywhere. So I never slept when it came to, you know, the project, Protect Your Neck, all the way on to Sons of Man. I rarely slept. I was always up and about promoting the name, you know, and like, uh, you know, Method Man, let's go to that single, you know, he got the rhyme of the month for that, you know, in yeah. Source Magazine. So, you know, that was something that, you know, I was able to help put that together. His, you know, his first interview with Source Source Magazine, rhyme of the month. Uh, and that was a big honor for him, you know, and that was an honor for us all together just to see, you know, he was the first clan member for his, uh, to be chosen for the rhyme of the month with the M-E-T-H-O-D. So, you know, I accompanied them on that trip to the Source Magazine, you know, at R.I.P. to, you know, my good friend Chimo who's the photographer for Source Magazine at the time. I think he passed away last year or this year, but R.I.P. to him. But yes, you know, so that write-up got done with the Source and it was a hit, 1992 Source Magazine. And, you know, ironically, they happened to put me in the photo with Matt. You know, and that yeah, really yeah. happens. That really happens, you know, because that, like, that's that person, you know, honor for writing the rhyme of the month. But somehow I was in a background picture and it got printed, you know, like, and that's just like, wow. And just a claim for that moment that, you know, I was there. You know, we took over a thousand pictures on the rooftop for that magazine, for that shoot, rhyme of the month. I was with Meth. You know, we went on that together. And, um, you know, I always remember things like that, you know, and, mm. um, you know, to see where everybody went in their life, in their career, just to be a part of it is, is just a, a great thing inside of me, you know, and if you know me and if you know what I've done in this industry, you know, salute to that, you know, and if you don't know, hopefully you get to know and, you know, we know, we know now. Now, if you don't know, hopefully you know, you know, things happen in life, you know, and um, 
that that that's God's that's God's calling. You know what I'm saying? But now God's putting me in a position where He want me to be. He want me to be with my brothers. He want me to be an asset. You know, He want me to be a voice out here to speak for the less fortunate. He want me to be one to help the youth out. He want me to keep doing great things. You know, on the music and the arts tip. You know, just to bring great things to the public. You know, He wants to see me be a part of the great movement that we're making out here. So, you know, I'm thank, I thank you once again, um, Reppin' For You Radio Show. I thank you, Michael Glenn Harvey. I thank you, Queen Sister, uh, for this opportunity. And this is John Class Hamilton. I'd like to thank the whole UK, you know, shout me out, tap in, tap in with me on, on, on Instagram, tap in with me, John Class Hamilton on Instagram. Tap in with me on Facebook, John Hamilton. Uh, well, hopefully, you know, because that's a real common name. But you know, <laughs> I, I think you should know my. You see me, you know, that's a common name, John Hamilton. You know, so I think you guys should know my face. Google me, Google John Class Hamilton. So at least you know what my face look like. You know, because you might look at see my name and see a white guy face to it and be like, hold up, you know, wait. <laughs> Well, you know, name. it's uh, no pun intended to y'all, but you know, you know, uh, yes, find me and yes, I'm here. I'm, I'm I'm in the field of music consulting, managing, marketing, promoting, um, enhancing brands, influencer, you know, also activist. Yes, this is this. These are these are uh, my goals right now. Well, the ultimate goal. That I mean, that's what's up, man. The ultimate goal for us. You know what I mean? One of our ultimate goals is to get the clan on themselves on this show. You know what I mean? Whether it's all of them or say Inspector Deck or Capadonna or, or, you know what I mean? Or Ghost or any of them. That's the ultimate goal. You know what I mean? Is for them to one by one appear on this show. Big shout outs to Hellraiser, Heaven Razor. He's been on this yeah. show. Big shout outs to um, Don Pacino of Killer Army. He's been on this show. Big shout outs to Intel, you Godson. He's been on this show. You know, you, know, you, you know what I mean? Big shout outs to Pop the Brown Hornet. You know what? I just couldn't imagine having Buster Rhymes on this show. It's a good job I hear it's natural because if Buster Rhymes came on this show, and if I had a wig on, I'd be taking the wig off. <laughs> oh, That's how I would see all of my interview. If, if I had a wig on, I'd literally like, I'd take my wig off if he actually came on the show. Well, I highly, I believe, I believe it's all possible. I really do think that you guys need that New York State of Mind tour date to come out to Birmingham or to come out to a, a Piccadilly Circus. Or you know, I think you guys need it in the UK, and that'll definitely be an opportunity to advertise the show and to get to speak with every clan member, Nas and Buster, because they'll be there for you know a big event. You know, so I think. You know, if you out there hearing this, you promoters out there in UK, you know, try to get the, the New York State of Mind date added, you know, to your venue out there. You can call Divine the Power Wu Tang Management. Right. You know, reach out. That would be great. That way they can come and do all these drops and do shows for you guys and all the other, you know, Tim Westwood and so forth, but not to mention them, but. You nah, guys, nah, 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 nah. It's not about Tim Westwood no more. It's not about Team Westwood no more. I mean, big shot, no, I mean, on the, on, on the real. 
Dukes Town. What you done done to my people, man? Damn, damn. Look, look, I'm going right, to be real here. We're going to bring it to y'all first. We're going to bring it to y'all first. That's I, how it goes. I'm, I'm going to be real. Yo, class. <laughs> class, I'm going to be real here, right? Big ups to Tim Westwood in his own right, because if it wasn't for Tim Westwood, you know what I mean? He's one of my personal um, influences anyway of this show. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? You can hear the Tim Westwood energy. You can hear the Tim Westwood influence, the Funkmaster Flex influence all through this show. You know what I mean? That's one thing. That's one thing I can say. But in this time, 2022, 2023, no. Tim Westwood is not the guy to call. The no. guy to call. We gotta call That's right. <laughs> you gotta call me now. You gotta call. You got you gotta call Grab Body P now. You gotta call Only D now. We've take we take over. This is no joke. You see, that's us on the wall. Okay. <laughs> that's it. You know what I mean? Everybody get their time to shine. Everybody get their time to shine. It's 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 P Grant time. Tim did his thing. Tim represented, but we we take over now. We take over. We continue the legacy. What they started, oh man. God. That's what's up, man. Done know them way, Sam. Hey! Hey, yo! There you go. I was wondering when, yo, I was wondering when the, um, yo, I, yo, I was wondering when the accent was going to come out, you know. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, what, that's what's up, man. time man pick up yourself class bdsir network the best yeah. i'm showing worldwide yeah. radio yeah. re to spot r920 yeah. international fleet radio sponsored by got the jewels yeah. who got the jewels now and class i sincerely hope if you're to come out here if, if if you do plan to come out here let us know and then that's it okay i've been out there once piccadilly piccadilly square piccadilly circus i've been out there once i stayed in that area Yes, so I would love to make I'd love to make another trip there now. That was a long time ago. Mm. Things are very different there, I'm sure. Well, yeah, man. Uh -huh. Yeah, man. We got uh, you got to make that happen, man. You know what I mean? We're gonna put this together. We're gonna put this together. Definitely, man. Class Definitely. is gonna be there. Class is gonna. Yeah, meet, you're gonna meet me at Heathrow. You'll see me. <laughs> We're gonna make that happen, man. Surely, so, somewhere or another. A big shout out to Yusuf as well, man. Big shout out to Yusuf. I think that, you know, that's important right there. Yeah. White, American immigrants, check it out on Tubi, Netflix, all platforms coming to you. 2023, American immigrants, Yusuf Ali White, starring. Very powerful documentary on a homeless crisis in the world. It's really New York, but it's talking about the world. Mm. So please tune in. Once again, American immigrants. That's right, man. American immigrants. We're going to look out for that, man. Keep my eyes and ears open. Salute each and every type class. Just close this out. You know what I mean? Matter of fact, this has been such a special show. 
you know what I mean, that like, what I'm gonna do right now, class, yo, let's, let's, let's finish it off with a, with a few tracks, I can't just finish it off with one track, let's finish, let's finish off with a few tracks, man, what they're gonna be, man, I'll, I'll give you like, say, three or four tracks, go! Alright, let me get, um, let me get one by Ghostface, <gasps> one, you heard me? Uh, yeah, yeah, I got you. You mentioned Ghostface. <laughs> what what the team call? Mighty healthy. Mighty healthy. Classic material. Alright. Keep going. Next one. I gotta throw Triumph in there too. <gasps> That's it. That's it. Triumph. Triumph. Yeah, Triumph. Uh-huh. And I gotta throw I'ma throw something. Let me see. I do something. Ooh. Cold Worlds. Cold Worlds by Jizzle. Oh, okay. So you see Cold World now, right? Are we going with the original? Or we got to go with the remix with D'Angelo? No, the original. The original. All right, the original. Cold World. Huh? Triumph. It might be healthy. Let me just get those. All right, that's what's up, man. That's what's up, man. What a moment, people! What a moment. Um, I do apologize to the people that sent in their submissions for the show. You're just gonna have to hold on one more week, man. <laughs> I have to hold on one more week, you know. What I mean, this has been a complete takeover. We're talking Wu Tang management in the building, man. You know, what I mean, acknowledge class, acknowledge him, salute, acknowledge class, we see class. We see class. Class. class Hamilton. Yeah, big up. Big up the show. Wu Tang forever. Tune in. Got more flavors coming your way. What's more it? flavors. Check out check us out on Wu Tang Clan Radio. And on that yeah. note, shout out to the whole coalition, man. Shout out to Mook, Divine, Rizza, the, the um the coalition themselves, J U Ice. Mathematics. Mathematics, Shamika. The whole, the whole of them. Yes. Boss Lady yes. Brick, the whole of them. Yeah, man. The whole of them. That's, yes, man. Massive. That's what's up, man. Yo, this is Grand Body P alongside the only D, man. Yo, <laughs> you just heard a classic, man. You just heard a classic. Talk about class. Wow. That's how we're doing it, man. Yo. I'm, I don't know about you, Oni, but I'm, yo, I'm going, for, I'm going for my big piece of chicken, and that's how it's gonna go, man. That is how it's, gonna, that's how it's gonna go. Yo, salute! Up until the next time. You know what I mean? Every Tuesday, Why seven not? till nine, they're on World One Radio, YouTube presentation, all of that, man. You know what I mean? Hit like, subscribe, comment, like if you like what you see, and all that. If you like to see more like this, man. Oh, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. It's over. Salute! Gone! Finish! Stand the line, guys! Stand the line! Peace, everybody. This is Class from the world-famous Wu-Tang 36 Chambers album. I just want to shout out Reppin' For You Hip-Hop Radio Show with Grand Body P and the Lady Only D. Peace. Salute. Sometimes. <laughs>
My God, so they are killers. I've heard lots of people say once a man's a killer, they just keep on killing and killing. They sort of develop a taste for blood. Yeah, that's right. Didn't kill one man or kill six. Chillin' with my man Rusty, low down Blew off the burner, kinda dusty The world can't touch, ghost purple tape Ray co-host, Monty Hall Expo Intellectual Red Pro, sun's trifling fuck Wildflower on the cycling Picked up the broom, thought I was Michaelin West Brighton pool, now I'm into iron duels Turn us to earth, whoopee, she out of law school Inhale, break piece of hell, A your life repel Parallel, Doris cell night, you flash the burn cell Snap at a Candyland kids, the old rumor is Blacks become immune to shit We never did like eating dead birds Trust the pharmacy over herbs Men marrying men ill They got the herbs Both saw scissor hand Wig vanished in the winter Living off land You got them right I fuck fans King me Check checkmate Props like the microchip founder Connect the next stock with Bill Gates now When we hug these mics We get busy Come and have a good time with G.O.D. Like Ted Koppel, rifle expert, let off the Eiffel Burn a flag in your grass, spiteful Ring leader, set it off, rap Derek Jeter Culprit, prince of the game, wish you could see us We lay low, glitter, wax, four bangles Priceless ropes, lay around the guard, get tangled Will he hear, I fire, he ran, feet made of brass Twelfth man, following me, it be the guard staff Move, every switch like Mimax Smash the big boy, totaled it, will shot Fairfax Sun beaming, wifey on the beach, sipping Zima, woo we lost Selena overnight, got schedules, FedEx, pretty solo at Velvet Nights, DNA, scroll genetics, too hot to handle one thought from scrambling, the mandolin, honey game, Will Chamberlain, smack him, say when, he rolling up, face wrinkled up, hands is on his nuts, okay, stop fronting on the grounds before you get touched, it's Canada Drive, set with a lost son, we won't ride, we want it so bad, we might cry. For every blow depends on breath control, so it's the first thing you must learn. Fortunately, it's easy. You'll soon learn. Gunshots shatter first floor window panes. Shells hit the 
around and bloodstained the dice game. Weather broke calisthenic, any style you said it. Beat niggas toothless, physically cut up like gooses. But when I ain't on the side, thugs took no excuses. Therefore, your 52 hand blocks is useless. Links, down, neck, scars on throats. Jack is tough after rolling rips. Coke against no fucking cold from the steel. Made him fold his quill. Once the metal hit the temple of his grill, construction worker who was caught for his bomber. No time to swing the hammer that was hanging from his farmers. In his bug, how some niggas catch slugs and pockets dug from everything except check stubs. And it does sound ill like wars in Brownsville or fatal robberies in Red Hook with feds luck for fugitives to shoot cops. Niggas laying on rooftops for his cream he stashed in a shoebox. But he was hot and the strip was filled with young killers you don't suspect. So cops creep like caterpillars and born thieves. They hooded with extra bullets. Those who try to flee, they hit the murder break, increase the murder rate. Similar to hitmen who pull out Texans and then drop those crack like tacos from Mexican rapid. Like recipients casting checks again. Back to the motherfucking spot on Lexington. Undercovers ease up in Grand Prix and seize packages and pocket the currency. Clicks control strips, full clips to spray. Yellow tape barricades, sidewalks with bodies laid. Madness strikes at 12 o'clock midnight. Stick up kids on the crowd, rope the staircase light. And I stay as harassed, scrambling for petty cash. Jake's on my ass, young bucks is learning fast. 357s and 44s, brought inside corner stores, provide sparks for wars. Hospital floor surrounded by the law. Homicide questioning while it takes guard the door. My hood stay tense, loyalty puts strength in my team. Cause niggas make a certain scream. Some niggas in the jet black galant. Shout up the Chinese restaurant for this kid named Lamont. I thought he was dead, but instead, he missed a kid and hit a 12 year old girl in the head. And then fled. Task force, back off fast, cause the crime boss is passing off cash. Extortions for bosses, the streets causes beef. Having followers of Indians trying to play cheap. You witness the saga, casualties and drama. Life is a script, I'm not an actor, but the author of a Martin Day opera. We're the main character, it's presidential papers, the dominant factor. Representing Wu Worldwide DJ Coalition all day, every day. The standard and what DJ should be. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Lady V. I'm just stopping in to give a shout out to one of my favorite spots in the UK. That's right, that's repping for you, hip hop. My boy, Grant, Big Body P, and that beautiful queen, Ani D. So if y'all out there and you want to get her across the globe, make sure you hit them up.
shit is deep on the block and you got me locked down in this cold, cold world. Break in a Agalon, uh, Daddy X, yeah. Let's go bust on them devils and let go of them demons One of the homies died, but now I'm getting high Thinking of a walk-by Situation panic, I see you moving too frantic Loose lips sink ships like the Titanic Life is something that we ain't just taking for granted Praise the Lord, Agalos and Doc Grant Hey, yo, praise the Lord, Lord, and keep the faith, faith No matter what you do, motherfuckers gon' hate Greg and Agalos, Dottie X the Great why mm-hmm. put it down, no need to debate yeah. uh, Praise the Lord, Lord y'all <laughs> you don't understand what's happening here i'm in god mode nowadays son what y'all thought y'all wasn't gonna see me i'm the osiris of this shit who is here forever motherfuckers this left this 97 my niggas and my niggerettes Let's do it like this I'ma rub your ass in the moonshine Let's take it back Everybody to 79 I bomb atomically Socrates' philosophies and hypotheses Can't define how I be dropping these mockeries Lyrically perform armed robbery Flee with the lottery Possibly they spotted Violet shine blind forensics. I inspect you through the future. See millennium. Killer B sold 50 gold, 60 platinum. Shackling the matches with drastic rap tactics. Graphic displays melt the steel like blacksmiths. Black Wu Jackets, Queen Bees, ease the guns in. Rumble with patrolmen, tear gas, lace the fun.
function. Heads by the score, take flight inside a war. Ticks hit the floor, die hard fans demand more. Behold the bold soldier, control the globe slowly. Proceeds the blow, swinging swords like Shinobi. Stunt rounds and bound footprints and solid rock. Who got it locked, performing live on your hottest fly. As the world turns, I spread like germ. Bless the globe with the pestilence. The hard headed never learn. This my testament to those burned. Play my position in the game of life, standing firm. On foreign land, jump the gun out the frying pan. Into the fire, transform into the ghost rider. A six pack and a street car named Desire. Who got my back in the line of fire holding back? What? My people's if you with me, where the fuck you at? Niggas is strapped and they trying to twist my beer cap. It's court adjourned for the bad seed from bad sperm. Herb got my wig fried like a bad perm. What the blood? Clots? We smoke pot and blow spots. You wanna think twice? I think not. The iron lung ain't got to tell you where it's coming from. Guns are never own, tearing up your battle zone. Rip through your slums. I twist darts from the heart. Try to intrude, loop my voice on the LP. Martini on the slang rock, certified chatterbox. Vocabulary dawn and talking. Tell your story walking. Take cover, kid, what? Run for your brother, kid, run for your team And your six can't rhyme groupies So I can squeeze with the advantage And get wasted My deadly notes reign supreme Your fort is basic compared to mine Domino effect, arts and crafts Paragraphs contain cyanide Take a free ride on my thought, I got the fashion Catalog for all y'all that all praise through the guard the saga continues. Wu-Tang, Wu-Tang. Olympic torch flaming, we burn so sweet. The thrill of victory, the agony defeat. We crush slow, flaming deluxe slow. Poor, judgment day cometh. Conquer, it's war. Allow us to escape hell, globe spinning bomb. Pocket full of shells out the sky, golden arms. Tunes fit the shitty Mortal Kombat sound. The fake ball step make the blood stain the ground. Fatality. A junkie, vigilante tantrum. A death kiss, catwalk, squeeze another anthem. For ransom, tranquilize with anesthesias. My orchestra, graceful music ballerinas. My music, Sicily, rich California smell. An axe kill adventure, paint a picture well. I sing a song from Sing Sing, sipping on Jing Sing. Righteous wax, chaperone, rotating ring. Watch the wooden soldiers, decipher punks, couldn't hold us. A thousand men rushing in, not one nigga was sober. Perpendicular to the square, we stand gold like flare. Escape from your dragon's lair. In particular, my beast travel like a vortex through your spine to the top of your cerebrum core. Checks, make you feel like you busting up from raw sex. Helpless and suffers from multiple stab wounds and leaked sounds. That's her. 93 million miles away from came one to represent the nation. This is a gathering of the masses that come to pay respects to the Wu Tang clan. As we engage in battle, the crowd now screams in rage. The high chief Jamel Ari takes the stage. Light is provided through sparks of energy from the mind that travels in rhyme form, giving sight to the blind. The dumb are mostly intrigued by the drum. Death only one can save self from This relentless attack of the track spares none Yo, 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 fuck that Look at all these crab niggas laid back Lamping light and gray and black Boom is on my man's rack Codeine was tossing your drink You had a navy green Solomon the fiend Bitches overheard you scream You two-faced the scum of the slump I got your whole body numb Blowing like Shalimar in 81 Sound convincing Thousand dollar cork pop convincing Hands like Sonny Liston Get fly permission, hold the fuck up I'll fasten your wig, bad luck 
hers, split the megahertz. Hey yo, that's amazing. Whoa. Gun in your mouth, so perfect foul or connect thoughts to make my man shout. Swift no rounds of blue chain. All up in the high rise of New York gang. Pfizer word, tranquilizer, just a dosage. Delegate my clan with explosives. Wow, my pen blow lines ferocious. Mediterranean, see y'all the number one trap pick. Tear down the beat guard, the delegate the guard, the seagull, the swift chancellor. Flex the white gold tarantula. Track truck diesel, play the we guard. Substantialer, max mostly. Undivided, then sliding, sickening. Guaranteed, made him jump like Rod Strickland.